0: Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you once again for joining me for another exciting episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to continue in the series entitled, You Will Reign in Life. This would be part number seven, and it is the first part in volume number two
1: of the series. And we're going to be talking about the grace of God. Oh, wonderful. We had a great time today in service. We laughed a little and we learned a whole lot. And I know that you will also be blessed of the Lord as you hear this message. Don't forget to contact us and stay connected with us. We would love to connect with you. You can find us on Facebook. Also, you can
0: subscribe to our YouTube channel. But of course, don't forget to join us on our website At www.kingdomrock.org.
1: All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message entitled, You Will Reign in Life, Part Number Seven, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Aren't you excited about that? I'm excited about it too. Well, let's go to the book of Isaiah, going back to to the book of Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah, some of you may already know, Isaiah 60. And uh, a part of this new uh, volume, you all should have uh, little papers with questions on them. Praise the Lord. If you don't have one, then uh, just raise your hand and I'm sure Lisa will find you and make sure you get one. Uh, You can answer these questions as we go or just listen and answer them uh, later on. It's fine, but I have these questions there for you so that You know, having questions helps us to grow, it helps us to understand, it helps us really to focus more, focus more, okay? So there are six questions there. Don't worry, I will not be taking them up, although if it helps you, I will take them up, (laughs) if it helps, but praise Jesus, those are for you, Uh, and so we'll be going through these today, and uh, they won't be in that order. I'm just going to speak, and I pray you'll grab hold to it and put some things down amen isaiah 60 verses 1 and 2 reads like this arise shine for thy light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon thee verse 2 for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee all right we'll stop there go to romans romans 5 Romans, the fifth chapter. We know, again, that this we're in, if nobody really knows, if you don't know, but we're in the fourth quarter of this thing called church, if you will, okay? We got the ball. We are winning, praise Jesus. But this thing is wrapping up, wrapping up. Darkness is upon the earth, gross darkness to people, and the Lord is now putting his light on us so that the world may see how beautiful and wonderful he really is. All right, Romans 5, and uh, we will zoom in on one verse, verse number 17, and then we will expand it today, uh, should the Lord be willing. Romans 5, 17 says this, for if by one man's offense, death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace And the gift of what? Righteousness shall do what? Reign in life. By who? By the one, by one, Jesus Christ. He's called us, called us to reign in life. I've drawn something on the board here. Uh, I'm not sure what you may think it is. It is a door. This is a time of miracles, I'm telling you. It is an open door. It is an open door. Well, let's give it a little side panel there so you can see out of it there. How about that? There you are. Okay, let's make it symmetrical. We'll go ahead and give a side panel over here too. Okay, we are go ahead and plant some grass outside. Wow. There we go. There we go. All right, you're right, Diane. We'll go put some tulips. To- that's a big old flower. All right, that's all you got in your yard. Sorry, can't help you any further than that. But today we're going to see that something from outside... Something from outside... Something from outside is going to try to make its way... That was the board. Good to know. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen at Kingdom Rock, let me tell you now. Something from the outside... (laughs) I guess we needed that laugh, didn't we? <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? You missed it. Don't worry about it. You missed it. You just missed it. <laughs> oh, that was interesting, wasn't it? All right. Something from the outside. is going to try to go on the inside, and we'll investigate that shortly. You don't want that to get in there. All right? All right, so... <clears throat> Remember in this, in this volume, we're going to talk about the power of, I think I mentioned it last week, but we will talk about the power of anybody, the power of grace. We're going to devote that over the next several weeks, six or seven weeks or so talking about the power of grace, what it is and what it does and how it applies to you, the believer. Amen. Amen. What it is, what it does what it be, what it be like, (laughs) and what it does, or how it applies to you as believers, amen? All right, now look, zoom in, let's zoom in at verse 17 one more time, and then we're going to expand verse 17, we're going to go forward. Verse 17 says again, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Look down at verse number, um, let's see here. Look down at verse number 19. It says, For if by one man's disobedience many were made what? Sinners. One man's disobedience many were made what? Sinners. So by the obedience of one, who is that one? Jesus Christ. We've already talked about that in verse 17, right? Okay. If by one man's disobedience many became what? Sinners. Who was that one man the Bible's talking about? Oh, you're very good. Very good. Adam. Adam's disobedience caused all men to become what? Sinners. Sinners. That's a huge statement. And by the obedience of who? By the obedience of Jesus, men can become what? Saints or more particular, righteous. We can become righteous. All right. This is very big. Now, let me show you how big this statement is. And I, you ready to grab a hold of this? Yeah. This is a huge, huge statement. This is big, Diane. This is big. You ready? This is big. Here again, verse number 18. For by one man's disobedience, many were made Sinners. Many were made sinners. Now, why doesn't it say all were made sinners? Or all felt under, fell under the penalty of Adam's sin? Well, if that were the case, here again, here goes babies. Every baby born is going to be going to hell because they had not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? We know that's not the case. Uh, those mentally retarded, who are really still infants in mind because their brain has not fully developed. They cannot come to a conscious decision of who Jesus is. Are you hearing? So it says many, not all, and I appreciate that. But for those of us who do have our mental faculties in place, praise Jesus, and and have reached an age of accountability, many. Are you hearing? Look at this. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. <clears throat> so question is, who made you a sinner? Adam. That's a big statement. Who made you a sinner? Oh, we been reading the book. That is correct. Adam. Now that's a pill to swallow because we think... I have done wrong, so because of my own sins I have become a sinner. Grab a hold of this. Who made the human race sinners? Adam. Now it does not say Eve. It says by one man's offense, disobedience. It does not say by one woman, it says by one man. Head of household has a lot of responsibility. Yes, exactly. Amen. Are you hearing Amen. all those who like to bash Eve? Yes. Scripture says by one Man. man's Amen. disobedience. Yes. OK, yes. so when we say that we are sinners, that mankind, the human race, humans are sinners. It is not because of your individual sin. Chew on that one. It is because of the sin of Adam that infected the entire human race. Okay, one man infected the entire race. Are you hearing? Gene said, let's get him. Well, we'll see about that one day. But one man infected the entire human race. You ever been at home and somebody has a cold? That one person can affect the entire household. Isn't that right? I had it, gave to my wife, my wife gave it to the children, one person, but it started with one. And it spreads around the entire household. Okay? If somebody doesn't stop it. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. You and Ooh. If you don't, it will spread the entire house. So who made the human race sinners? Adam. 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 So you and I are not called sinners based on our own sin. Let me say that again. You and I are not called sinners by God based on our own sin, based on our own wrong actions. Now that's important. All right. Because if you understand this, you'll get the very next part of the verse. The very next part of the verse says here, we let's go back. It says, for by for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made what? righteous. righteous. You didn't make yourself a sinner by your own actions and you're not going to make yourself righteous by your own actions. Yeah. It is because of the one man, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So if you will, in this example, when he comes in the house and sneezes, you go, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You breathe it on in. Yes, yes. (laughs) Infect me with your righteousness. Infect me with your righteousness. Let it flow all through me. Are you hearing? So here again, because of your misdeeds, because of your errors, because of your sin, you are not made, you're not called sinner by God. It is because of Adam. By the same token, because of all your good, because of all the good things you do, you read your Bible, you give your tithe, you give your offering, you come to church, you try to help people, this and that and the other, all of that does not make you right before God. Amen. 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 It is only through Christ Jesus that has made you to be righteous, made you to be a saint, a holy one. Now, what does that mean? That means that I'm depending upon him for my righteousness and not my works. If you understand that, then when condemnation comes and knocks on your door because you did something wrong, oh, And condemnation tries to come inside and say, oh, you old filthy sinner, you did this last night, you did this last week, you know God doesn't want you, and it tries to throw shame and and guilt in there, why? Because you have done something, and it's trying, that demon, that spirit is trying to make you feel as though you have lost your righteousness, when your righteousness had nothing to do with you in the first place you get that so you say no no Mr. Devil don't let the door hit you where you will split put it that way you hearing my actions never made me righteous I'm not depending on my works I'm depending upon the finished work of Jesus Christ to make me right before God I am sealed you are sealed Unto the day of redemption Because of Jesus Christ because of what Jesus has done Are you hearing Your good works all of your Good works you can give your body to be burned And give all your your goods to The poor all of that stuff You can do all of that and still Bust uh double Hockey sticks wide open H E Double hockey sticks Are you hearing? It's because it's not about you. Oh, please help me tell your neighbor. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about what Jesus has done. Once again, by one man's sin, by one man's disobedience, uh, this joker, that sin, got in the house. And by one man's obedience, this joker got out the house. Are you hearing? Let's see if we can draw another one without without incidents. He go back out. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Oh, this is very good. This is very good. So again, verse 17 says, "For if by for if by one man's uh, offense, death reigned. Now, we're going to look at that word reign quite a bit. not sure we can get to it today or not, but we we'll look at the word reign in, in its short form. The word reign means to, um, to reign or have authority as a king or to be king or to exercise kingly power. Okay, let me just write that down. The word reign means, let's just keep it simple, Reign means uh, to exercise, exercise kingly power, okay? You're going to reign, exercise kingly power, okay? So over humanity, what has been reigning over humanity until Jesus came? Let's look and see what it says here. It says, for by one man's offense, death reigned. Death sat in the chair and said, I am king. I will rule over you. Now, when you think about death, I don't want you to, to, to limit it to a person lying in a box or a funeral. There are several signs of death. Okay. Sickness is a sign of death. Poverty is a sign of death. Uh, Negative emotions a sign of death that something is heading speedily toward that grave Okay, all the negative these are signs of death Decay ruin signs of death Okay, death said he will reign or that death reigned until Adam Okay, are you hearing me? Death was the king. Look at this again. It says for if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more they which receive what abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall what reign in life yes. by one Jesus Christ yes. Now death was reigning death was reigning uh I say here death Death was raining, pouring down its poison upon the house. But when Jesus came, he knocked death out of the seat. And now he is there reigning. But we are in him. Are you hearing me? You are in him. Look at this again. It says, Much more they say that they is talking about me. me. You can write your name there because this is you. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So this they is talking about you. You have to say it's talking about me. All right. Now we're we're coming almost to our close for the day. I don't want to overload you. Pastor, we just got started. Amen. I know it. Uh, but I'm looking again at your metrion. What is that, Pastor? <laughs> go back to part six, part five, part four, part three. Metrion, your measure. How much you can contain. Amen. Are you are you hearing? Amen. All right. Let's let's go just a little bit further today. It says, much more, they which, what's that one word after the word which? Come on, say it, say it, say it. They which, I before E except after C. (laughs) They which receive. Receive is a very powerful word. It denotes an action that you have to take. Here is a little screwdriver. Now it is in my possession. I want to give this little screwdriver to one of you today. I don't see anybody running up here to get that. All right, Patricia is running up here to get this little screwdriver. This is now your screwdriver. Note what she is doing. She took it out of my hands, <laughs> and now I no longer have it. She has it. Amen. She has received it. Amen. She has taken it away from me, and she is about to carry it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, can I can I borrow it? <laughs> I'm kidding, it is yours, although I may call you about this. The word receive, I want you to see this. The word receive in the Greek is lambono, lambono. Say lambono. No, oh, I love it when you speak Greek. Lambono. Lambono, it means to take. Receive means to take. It means to take in order to carry away. Somebody's getting this. To take in order to carry away. It means to take with the hand, lay hold of any person or thing in order to use it. To take up a thing to be carried, to take upon one's self. She took that away in order to use it. Now, I may sit in her stuff drawer for a while, but when the need arises, she can use it. Are you hearing? So it says, they that receive abundance of grace, they that uh, lambono. In other words, those who take, those who take, those who carry away in order to use it. Okay? This is not a passive. Receive is not passive, meaning, oh, I'm going to come to church and God is going to give me, oh, this abundance of grace. Oh, he's going to let it happen to me. No, this is action on your part. You're going to have to take it. You're going to have to receive it in order to carry it away and to use it. Okay. Now it says those who, now we're talking about those who will reign in life, those who will exercise kingly power in life how many of you want to exercise kingly power in life we don't want to live like the natural man like the man like the godless man the man that is without Christ he is hopeless he is desperate he doesn't know what he's gonna do he doesn't know um, if, if he has hope for tomorrow or not he is under circumstances not above the circumstances But no, the Lord Jesus has given us the ability to reign, to use that to, or to exercise kingly power in life right now. Now, who's going to exercise kingly authority or kingly power? Well, it tells us here, it says again, those who receive, who take in abundance. Let's do that for a moment. Abundance. What does abundance mean? Abundance means profit. What? More than enough. Can you receive? Can you take in an abundance? Yes, yes, yes. Amen, amen. Let's go back to that word Metrion again. Here is your cup. Oh Lord, I, That's a crazy looking cup. Here is your cup. Here is your handle. Here is your spout. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Tip me over in. Oh, praise the Lord. Sorry, that's just me. Measure, right? Okay. How many of us? It says, "Who is going to reign in life? Those who receive an abundance, an abundance, an abundance." an overflowing amount okay in other words the more grace you receive the more you will reign in life yes. those who receive an abundance not a little bit here can we talked about the measure if this person has just this amount of room right here if all this is filled in here all that is filled in with junk and crud you only have this little bit i can't call really call that an abundance either. okay So this talks about really giving your whole life, whole self to him, letting him clean out all of this. And what is all this? Really, these are other thoughts, contrary things, things that we have learned, uh, learned behaviors, if you will. So much doubt, unbelief, fear. These are things that the Lord's going to have to really walk you through and then eventually take this out of you, increasing your ability to receive, to take in. Remember, receive meaning to take in. All right, so let's go, let's go again. Let's look at this as we close out today. Receive, say with me, receive means to take in. Receive means to take in. Lay hold of. of. Okay, so let's go back to this, and then we're about to close. It says again, uh, much more they which receive, take in, lay hold of, receive abundance. Can you take in, are you in the place where you can take in an abundance of grace. Are you hearing? These are those that will reign in life. Those that can take in, receive, take in, lay hold of an abundance of grace. And those who receive, take in the gift of righteousness. Okay. Gift talking about something that is free. You didn't earn this. It's given to you like that screwdriver that I'll never see again that I gave to that I gave to Patricia It's hers now. It's gone. It was without price to her It was freely given to her. There was no money exchanged here She held her hand out and she received it Okay Okay so the two things, what, what will you need to reign in life? An abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. But listen, you will have a hard time containing grace if you don't fully understand what it is. Ooh, that was a good point, Pastor. You can tweet it, you can tweet it. As we end here for today, here again, you'll have a hard time containing something that you don't understand. And there are two things I'll leave with you today in my final closing. There are two things I will leave for you today about what grace is. Two things. Grace is the ability, in short, grace is the ability to be and to do. Grace is the ability to be and to do. Or grace gives you the ability to be and to do. Now, it is also divine favor, the divine favor, unmerited favor of God, the goodwill of God. We'll talk about all these other things. But right now, grace gives you the ability. The grace of God gives you the ability to be and to do. Grace. I have the ability to be righteous through his grace. And I have the ability to do wonderful works through his grace. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. The grace has caused him to be. Are you hearing? Amen. Peter asked the Lord, Lord, take this thing from me. Was it Peter? No, Paul asked the Lord, take this thing from me. Uh, you know, the Lord said, and I won't do it because my grace is efficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Amen. You can do this, Paul. You can do it. My grace has given you the ability to do My grace is giving you the ability to be. Grace is not, some people take it, well, grace means I can go out and sin. I don't know who, what foolish person has concocted that, or what devil in hell has concocted, concocted that, because it has nothing to do with it. Okay? In the shortest form, grace gives you the ability to do and to be. Uh, if we haven't answered all those questions today, keep the paper. We'll answer them again next week and as the series goes on. I pray you've heard the word of God today. We are done. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise in Jesus' mighty name.
0: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited.